happened, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. With I'm Steve, and with me as always is Kolb Stone. Not heavy, not too heavy for the ice. That's always been my nickname, and I don't. You know, I'm so happy you remembered that. You're 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 quite welcome, sir. Thank you. <laughs> um, as you may have guessed from my my title uh, here today for Colbstone, we are talking episode six of season five of The Last Kingdom here today. We are going to give you our little kind of spoiler free review mm-hmm. score. It's so brief. It's it, it's going to hurt your neck. It's so brief. And then then we're going to go on. It's going to be a spoiler discussion recap <laughs> after that, where we break down what we thought about each scene and and our favorite bro moments, our favorite moments. Yeah. Um, and there's there's so many crazy things that happen in this episode. Just to make sure yeah. you stay tuned. This was a fun one. This was a fun episode. If you've seen it, you know why. Uh, but Steve, what, what do you give this out of 10? 10. Yeah. 10. 10 out of 10. Um, you know, I, I think when I first watched this, just because of all the shocking things that happen in this i think i yeah. when i when i was doing the reaction um and first watched it oh let me let me specify too i've watched this now twice i'm going through right. my second watch Same. through of season five last game when i first finished it i i i definitely still love the show um i thought the ending i don't feel like i got last jedi without giving you spoilers for anything past this if you listen to our last jedi talks you've got an idea about that i don't i don't feel like it happened to me. i don't feel like i got game of thrones at all right but definitely because we were we were cranking out episodes before we would talk to the guests and and it was just we were dealing with that and other other things at the same time uh working on stuff it wasn't as natural to i think part of it and then too like i was going in with expectations for what i wanted from the show true and what based off the last season and things like that so i'd say when i first saw this one i think i gave it like a nine just because mm-hmm. uh, there's some things that i don't like that happen in it but they're amazingly well done there there's obviously they don't they don't know everything that i want but like the the episode was should. Just great. <laughs> they should we've they should. said it we've said it for like how many hours <laughs> now there's like how many hours <laughs> five things we run from season five it was we made a video we made it um, we a concise list it's very concise i mean you there know. was a battle between us at the beginning but, but last I mean, episode we were talking about how they gave us too much of what we wanted. Yes. <laughs> and we were disappointed. Yes. So, I mean, l- let me just say that. I mean, like, so second watch through here, I'm giving it a 10, though. First watch through, I think it gave it like a nine. I just watched it again. It was emotional. It was action. Yeah. It was twisty. The cinematography, the color palette. Like, like when I'm watching this, too, I like as nerdy as this sounds, like the color palette, like when like everyone's like in these like dark colors and like this. Yeah. Like, this gray brown frosted world they're in but like the sun's out like it looked just so cool i, I yeah like it was just it looked cool i don't like 10 it was fantastic 10. it was fantastic what about you colby what do you give i'm me? gonna go as well 10 out of 10 on this one all right absolutely crushed this episode i don't i don't know what more i could say this was definitely one episode i was like on the edge of my seat for yes uh, a lot so so I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it. That's all I have to say, non-spoiler. But please, if you're listening and you're enjoying this, we would appreciate um, you subscribing to our channel and um, our podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and all that jazz. So uh, we appreciate all the support we've gotten. And uh, Check the links in uh, the, the yeah. video below, or if you're watch, listening on podcasts, we have YouTube, all the social media stuff, all that down below. Um, and thank you. It helps. Yeah. It helps. But and now is your spoiler warning. Spoiler alert, people. You are warned. Um, so Here if you haven't comes. seen this episode yet, don't watch this. And we are going to just go up to episode six of The Last yep. Kingdom, season five. We're not going anything past that, even though I told you I, I've already seen it through. We both have seen it through once. Um, I'm watching. I'm doing a second watch through now. Me too. Uh, we're not going to cover anything after episode six of season five. So that, that way, if you are following along, you mm-hmm. are free. You're safe. Um, mm-hmm. But anything before that and this episode is fair game. So you've been warned. Absolutely. Let's get Absolutely. into it. Let's get okay. into it. Okay. So if you remember at the end of last episode, both sides, Sig Trigger and Edward's army 
are getting ready to attack each other because Sigtrigger thinks that Edward attacked the Danes in Rumkova, and Edward thinks that Sigtrigger attacked the pilgrimage to Lindisfarne. Yes. Okay. And, so and by killing his wife. So by killing his wife. So they are readying for battle to kill each other. Ethelhelm is on his way to cool down Constantine to to alleviate fears because Edward right. has been con- he conquered Mercia. He is sort of turning on Citrigger here, so he wants mm-hmm. he wants Constantine to relax and be like, "Listen, yeah. not coming for you yet." Exactly. And Ethelstan had been sent to Ethelhelm's camp, so he's there. He was supposed to retrieve him so that he could be told about the news of his daughter, which he was told by Bresman. So that's where we are when this episode starts. And there's a cool scene at the beginning of this episode with Edward and Aldhelm talking about their plans. And this just gave, again, Alfredy vibes like David Dawson sort of has inspired. Like you can just see how both Millie Brady and Timothy Innes have just played their role so well. But I think David Dawson inspired how they play their role because Edward says something about we're going to send 300 men here. So Sig Trigger is going to be drawn in and then we'll take them out that way. And it's just like he's smart now. I love Edward this season. I mean, as far as his character. I think it's great. I mean, yeah. Alfred was someone that, you know, he did things that <clears throat> he didn't like sometimes. Like we we hated Alfred sometimes. When we were, when we were first watching the show, we're like, yeah. Alfred, you are such a dick. Like yeah. like you're just using Utred here um all the time. You never appreciate him. The and more I, would... I watch, like the more I see his point of view and yes. I don't like, you know. Exactly. Now, season 4, Edward was was annoying. We've mentioned this before. We was a little disappointed after seeing what he was like in season three. He was being built up by Alfred. Yeah. So he, I guess he went through his trials and tribulations because this episode, I'm just going to jump to it, when he has Citrigear killed, like, it's like, man, that sucks. But, like, he does come out. He does try and be reasonable. But he's also like, listen, like, I'm a king. Like, I have to, I have to do a certain thing here. Like, I can't It's about perception. Like, Exactly. Like you have to li- and he comes out, he gives the offer. Like if you get baptized, basically saying, you know, you submit your culture to us now, then you're free to go like you're safe. So that way he's yeah. on top, but he is giving him a way out. So when he says, nope, not happening, if he just backs down now, it's like saying, well, nothing I say matters. Right. So, yeah. And then like to- imagine it of a leader of your country an enemy came in and killed innocent soldiers when they were sleeping, regardless of if it was a misunderstanding or if it was, you know, we know we see the big picture mm-hmm. and then your leader decided to pardon them completely. Like he's got to act there. I hate act. that he did it because I love sick trigger. Yeah. I think he's an awesome character, but these moments that you're talking about, like you were just bringing it at the beginning here. I mean, the, yeah, he's, he's just being, he's being smart. He's like, yeah, you know, and he's even, he's even like holding the hands like Alfred. He started doing that like halfway through season four. Like he I does think it that's now. smart. I wonder how intentional that was. I, I guarantee it was. And mm-hmm. Timothy Innes, um, amazing. You're freaking amazing. You're amazing. We love you. We have a great talk with him. He was an awesome guest, awesome person. Yes. An awesome actor. We should talk to him sure. again. We should. We should. Okay. Okay. Awesome drummer too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so also who's planning is Sig Trigger and Steora and Rongvald. At the beginning of the episode, Sig Trigger and Steora are like on their horse and they're like pumping up the men. And Rongvald's the one who kind of is like, whoa, we're going up against a lot of people. Maybe we should <laughs> slow this down a second. Mm-hmm. And Sig Trigger is just like, no, we are, we're going to get them back. There's going to be vengeance. Vengeance. Sig vengeance. Trigger's like, I am vengeance. Which is cool because from Sig Trigger's point of view, his people are just slaughtered. He is just going to go and take care of the business. Let me just say to mm-hmm. Citrigear this episode, MVP. M-V-freaking-P. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his character moments in this, although he doesn't win the battle, MVP. I mean, yeah. The, the the acting this whole season uh, by him has been awesome. And I mean, last season was great, too. I just I just didn't get enough from him last season to be like. This is my new top 
favorite character from the show? I feel like he was so he was introduced late in the season mm-hmm. and he did a lot of awesome things, but that made him more anticipated this season. Like, yes, I had high expectations for him. And I do. I have to say, I'm sad that he's gone now because I didn't really want him to die. Yeah, but he he capitalized this season, I think. Yes. And so, I mean, just just him and like you said, pumping up the men and that sort of thing and just his like stoic nature, but then how he can be motivating at the same time. It's just so well. It's done. like a switch with him. It's yeah. like a switch, but it he feels can be, organic. He's usually like so calm, collective. And yeah, and then it's time to battle. It's just like, boom. And then him and his uh, relationship with Stiora, Ruby Hartley, is just, it feels so organic too. Like it just yeah. feels natural. It feels like it a really pretty does. mature, good relationship. Um, but yeah, so they go out and they actually end up, they end up overseeing the camp of Ethel Helm. Yeah. Who is, like we said, is on his way to Constantine, which is great because we don't like Ethel Helm. So if right. he goes in down in there and kills Ethel Helm, this is great. Like, so when I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, great attack. This kill. is awesome. <laughs> it's like, it's like the fates have aligned in the perfect order here. Yes. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, okay. All right. Okay. Great. <laughs> great. This is easy. All right. We great. like this because at the same time, Uhtred mm-hmm. and his bros, uh, Finnan and Citric ride and they go and tell Edward. King Edward, yeah. that Ethelhelm was the one responsible to give him the evidence about yeah. how the visionary or the vizier yeah. or whatever, she was the one who was a target, but the queen Man. took the fall. So why and would these they do moments that? are so satisfying to me because yes. Edward listens to him. Yes. And like he he does say, like, uh, is there evidence or Aldhelm does, but they're like, they they ask, like, well, how do you know for sure? And then when they tell them, they're like, well, goddamn, we got to go get Ethelhelm. <laughs> like I, they listened to him, and I'm that's just like, what I like. Finally, that's what I like. And that's what the the last kingdom has always been smart. There was there was a smart moment too. We forgot to mention before when uh, Brezel like goes up to Edith. I think it was last episode, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Tell me where Elfwin is," and she's like, "No," and <laughs> and he's like. All right, and he leaves. And like as soon as he leaves, she goes up to Aldham and like that guy right there is looking for help. Yes. It's like smart, 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 smart. <laughs> and and then right here, Edward is smart, 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 smart. Because because has Utrid in the last four and a half seasons here, has he ever like let you down? He saved Edward's life back in season oh. one. Him, him and uh my my girl Esau, I mean, yeah, that was that was the love of my life. Esau, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm-hmm. they saved his life he in did. the in the in the mud, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. And and last season was so frustrating because Edward kept denying Uhtred in the beginning of the season for him to just accept it. And and also when they go and tell him, there's like a little bro moment here because they tell him the news about Osforth, your natural brother. And I like Timothy Innes' acting because he can't be too distraught because he didn't really know Osforth very well. He's the king and he can't. And there's still the stigma then about bastards and stuff too, right? But he shows enough. I thought it was well done. You know, like he definitely looks like he got a little punch in the gut with that news, but not not too much. And he knows what it means to Uhtred because later... He says to Uhtred, I'm sorry about Osforth. Like, he was your true brother. Mm-hmm. He might have been my brother by blood, but he was your true brother. And I was like, God, that, that's that's stand up right there. Edward. That was a great bro moment. Another little bro moment that I, that I really liked, um, it, might, it might even be my bro moment just from the episode, was when uh, Finn and Citric and Uhtred were riding to go tell Edward. Um, the news they stop and they're like we need to rest the horses mm-hmm. and Uhtred's like here you you need to eat so we can go kill kill some guys or something like that to the horse yeah <laughs> and and they're just sort of talking about Osforth and how it's not it's not Finnan's fault but I don't know yeah. I just I just really like seeing the bros just like riding across the country yeah. together like a on a mission to go kick some ass and like 
there's in a, remembrance of Osfirth, you know. And there's an amazing little line here where Uhtred is like, we'll find Ethelhelm and we'll each take a limb and we'll split them into quarters. And yeah. Citric says, there's only three of us, Lord. And it's just like, it's like that. It's that stage of grief where you like are in denial. And I was like, simple solution here. The yeah. horse grabs onto one end. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, simple solution. <laughs> or one of you grab two limbs at the same time, you know, like, yeah. That's still yeah. quarters. Or we change the sentence into thirds, you know, <laughs> either way. I love the way they showed that Uhtred's still in grief. Yes. I thought it was a really clever way of the writers to do that there. And then you're right. Finnan's on the ground and Uhtred kind of says to him, like, save your anger for those who were responsible. You're not responsible because Finnan's like, Osfer's probably contemplating about the fool who got him killed. As he said, the ghost is haunting. The fool got him killed. Yeah. We've got that. He goes, he tells Edward. So it's like, great. And he's like, and he's like, and again, again, too, just a great moment with, again, Edward just, I love Edward again this season. He's just like, all right, we'll tell Citrigear our quarrel's over. We're going after Ethelhelm. Go yeah, tell him. Yeah, go tell him. No. Conflict's done. Go tell him. This all makes sense now. This yes. all makes sense. I just I love that. And it's just like, all right, here we go. Things this are going like to work all out. Satisfying things. Sig Trigger is going to take care of Ethelhelm here. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward. But that is where the problem starts. Yeah, because, because if Sig Trigger acts, then all of a sudden he's attacking Edward mm-hmm. technically, which is unfortunate because they were trying everything they could to stop Sig Trigger. Yeah. And I think even those are mercy and men with Ethelhelm. I'm pretty sure. Right. At least. Ethelstan's guard is Mercian. Is it? I thought yeah. they would be West Saxon because Ethelhelm's army. Well, maybe his, but again, I mean, still, though, those are... Oh, Edward's men? Uh, no, sorry. Ethelstan's men, who is now oh, with Ethelhelm. Uh-huh. He is the Mercian guard captain, so he at least there's at least Mercians there, as well as Ethelhelm's Saxon right. guys. Um, yeah, and so West they Saxon. are... Um, wait, what was so that that's where the problem lies, though, is that you know they, they're doing everything they can to stop Sig Trigger because Edward now, like, even when he has to act because they attacked, though, it hurts him because he understands that it was a misunderstanding, mm-hmm. but because of that perception we talked about earlier, he can't not act exactly. And so, Citrigear does end up acting. They're looking over this the the camp for Ethelhelm, um, and they're like, "Well, how are we going to get there?" And they're yeah. like, "Well, there's the lake is frozen. We can just walk over it." And so, Stiora is saying, "Dum dum 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 dum," like she keeps saying, "Like we can't risk this many men because they can lose men. We can't lose men." Yeah, but I mean, that's her argument. That's her. Yeah, argument. yeah. In a, like obviously, in hindsight, she's right. They shouldn't have went out and attacked it, but. Me looking yeah. at it, I'm just like, here's a small group we can sneak up and kill. And and in the battle, they were winning. Like, they would have won if Edward they, didn't show up. They easily would have won. If Sig Trigger says that before he dies, too. Yeah. That was, he, uh... he blames Uhtred a little bit. Yeah. He's like, maybe was... if you didn't bring Edward, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah. So they end up crossing the ice. Rumvald leads some group of men first yeah rungvald is like lobbying for himself to get back in the good graces and here i am i'm thinking rungvald might be coming and he might be coming around here um with this and he Um, and he also talks about how like i was in iceland like i know ice i was (laughs) he says something like and like steora says something like well but we're in wessex and he's like but it's ice (laughs) like (laughs) Ice is ice. Ice is ice, man. Um, and so they so, they cross the lake, which well, is let's talk about this crossing for a second. It's a Rungvald comes scene. back and and I love the look on his face and he's like, it can be done, like, and that's cool. Yeah. But then it's Sig Trigger mm-hmm. who leads them across the ice. Yes. Just a just an awesome. This isn't Uhtred's gang, so it's not Seal Team Six, but it's, it's still Seal Team. It's still Team Six, six is what they're doing. Um, but it was weird that Uhtred wasn't involved in it. But, you know, we always said that um, Sig Trigger's got a lot of Uhtred in him. Yeah, he's very Uhtred-like, for sure, um, in a lot of ways. And it's just great them, like, 
going across. I've never, and we've never seen anything like this in Last Kingdom with no crossing yeah, the ice. Very and, fresh, very and it fresh was just, and unique. It was very tense because, yeah. like, there's there's a moment where like it cracks, and you're like, oh my gosh, are they gonna fall in? He gets down and listens to hear, like, did it stop? Did it? Can we keep going? And they're all just standing there, like, oh shit, <laughs> like, and you know, like now that like that the it was called off and and edward is like going to be in agreement you're like something is going to go wrong so you're like yeah. i was thinking here the ice is going to break the ice is going to break it's going to wake the men they'll lose and edward will save them or they'll get away like it'd be I had better like if it did break now looking at it it'd be better if it did break <laughs> maybe well no it wouldn't be better for the episode but no, for sick no. trigger it would have been better <laughs> thank goodness it didn't um but they go and they just it was just a sweet scene too like after mm. they cross and like just how cool Citrigary is like get the sword ready like in the night and like them just like sneaking in like just a wave of like demons yeah killing yeah them. it's a good way of putting it and they go oh. through the long grass and they like sort of disappear for a second yeah if you remember from uh from the the books how we we explain like how Uhtred why he's so like mm-hmm. stealthy and interested mm-hmm. in that stuff is mm-hmm. the, sh- the shady gangan uh gangan, maybe. from from uh the like the night children who's the night stalkers who go like this was like i'm like this is shady gang and what they're doing man oh it was an awesome scene like you said it was tense now stayora was sent back to the hill to be safe and um and and by the way sig trigger is like all right when things start go to the high ground and i was like this guy has seen episode three this guy has seen revenge of the sith <laughs> uh, it- <laughs> and he's like said something about how like He'll be able. You'll be able to finish them off from there or something. Yeah. <laughs> Take the high ground. Big trigger. Smart. Smart. It's smart, over smart, Ethel smart. Helm. <laughs> I have the high ground. Don't try it, Ethel Helm. Don't try it, Ethel Helm. <laughs> because as we know, Ethel Helm has turned into a Sith Lord this season. Ethel Helm as a Sith Lord. So they get across and they start like slitting throats and they start going into tents and just just professional just the way it should be done uh quiet like they're quiet for such a long time and we should also mention too ethel helm who we were like why doesn't he just kill ethel stan like right away um he does eventually when they're talking you can tell ethel stan like the whole time is like he's trying to become a good leader he's trying to be inspiring he's like and he doesn't and he doesn't know the animosity between him and ethel helm so he's like he goes to him for support Mm -hmm. and ethel helm you can see just the whole time his face just like Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck I was up. thinking like because because last episode we had that scene where he turned into a monster. Yeah. And I was thinking the whole time Ethelstan was like trying to say, like, I want to be like a good leader like you. Like and and Ethelhelm's like looking at him with that glare. I was like, Ethelhelm's totally thinking, like, I should just pull my knife out and kill him right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's my camp. <clears throat> like, um, but that would be there are Mercian guys there. There are that would yeah. be bad. That's what I think it is. I think it's because the, the mercy and guard is there and be like, whoa, what, what did you just do? So I still think it was kind of like there should be some kind of speculation that you don't send the bastard <laughs> of the king to the king's father-in-law. Dum, um, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> just for safety measures. Um, I remember like <laughs> when Uhtred, like when Uhtred was like, oh, we should make sure Ethelstan is safe too, for sure. Because so Ethelhelm is bad, and he's like making moves, and Outhelm's like, um, ah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh. so, so this is kind of crazy. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this. Funny but story. I kinda, funny story. I kind of sent Ethelstan to Ethelhelm, <laughs> so he's just there, surrounded by his men. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. So I'm glad, though, that he did go to Brezel and he's like, look, accidents happen, Brezel. Yes. And Brezel's like, all right, all right. And he also they also talk about how Elfwin and Aylesworth were spotted. Yes. Um, and so he's like, all right, there's two things that need to get done now. And so they, they do hire. There's a guy then while the Sitchergear's men are coming and wrecking the camp, there's a guy that comes and tries to kill Ethelstan in the middle of the night. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I feel bad. I mean, like for like Harry Gilby, I feel like like has every drag out brawl 
Like just oh, every like God. whack, 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 just punch, punch, fighting for your life, biting tooth and nail, just clawing to survive, fight in this, in this, this season. And I Having, loved it. Yeah, it is great. It is great. Like he, I, it's, he bites a guy's thumb off, right? Does he bite the guy's thumb off? Yeah. And it's crazy because that was improvised. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I just kept the cameras rolling. Just Harry, fight um, for your life. Because Harry told us when he was on the podcast about how he would improvise. Some, there was a scene earlier in the season that he like pulled a guy down that was improvised. That was that was that stunt guy coming to talk to him like before yeah. the before the next shoot. Like that's what, who comes in this tent. He's like, "Hey Harry, like could you take it easy on me next time?" And Harry just whack, he just bites his finger off. <laughs> and they just kept filming the whole time. And what does he do? Like after he does that, he like it looks like he like twists the hands weird or oh, something. Too. Yeah, he. Ox this guy up. I mean, Uhtred and him, like he must have, like Uhtred and him, just like threw all the swords away. And when they trained, they just freaking wrestled. Just MMA. Just I bet Ethelstan killed a freaking bear or something. Yes, he went. He definitely did a Bjorn. He definitely Bjorn. But yeah, it was also too like it's also like how again like I love how smart the show is in the sense like as soon as he realizes he's getting attacked by some guy in his own tent. In the middle of the night, he starts yelling for help. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like when he was getting attacked at the beginning of the season, he starts yelling for Utrid. And like, yeah. it's just so smart. Be like, because like other people, like in fights and stuff mm-hmm. and shows, they're like, they're just they don't say anything, and then like people just walk by, and it's just it's just like, but he, here he is, he's like, help! And then yeah, that's what like <laughs> then like that's what starts waking the other guys up too. And then a guy gets the yeah. bell. Yeah, and a guy gets the bell going. Bell guy gets killed. That was my. I know. Oh my god! God, Moment of moment of silence, please. (laughs) Okay, Steve. Steve, are you okay? Do you want to end the podcast? Can we? Can we? We can. Yeah. (laughs) The bell guy, like after. By the way, the yell and bell guy goes and and the bells ringing and I realize like, god damn, the sun is coming up. They Sun's must have up. waited to like the wee hours of the morning to do this attack. I thought they were starting at like middle of the night. Mm-hmm. But what I was thinking was it like it probably like took a decent amount of time for them to, to slowly cross the ice. True. True. And then then they're working through a camp with I don't know how many men are at that it's camp. But camp. Like, they're slowly and stealthily like killing dudes on the way. So like so early could morning. take on the scale of hours, I guess. Yeah. I, w- yeah, I was thinking so, like that mission probably took a long time. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <clears throat> but now but it's an all out battle between yeah. Ethelhelm and the Saxon men and the Danes under Citrigear. Yeah. And it's amazing. There's like Fair. fire going. Uh, the tents Ugh. are on fire again. The like the atmosphere in like because there's like this frozen lake mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. the like the it's it's like winter and there's these. Um, like dead tall grass around like the swampy area and like and just tense morning tense hours everywhere. Yeah, there's te- all these tents. <laughs> it's so tense. And Did you hear about the fire at Ethelhelm's camp? It was tense. It was intense. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> we'll one. give you all. We'll give you all a second to finish laughing. Okay. <laughs> so all that battle going on. Yeah. Uch- Utra does ride up and he sees Stior there and he's like, oh, no. damn, like we got to end this. This is bad. Like we came and here. He to says, like, if this. Edward sees this, he, he has no choice, you know? Yeah. And he's like, and I, I love too, like all the callbacks to like previous seasons. He's like, like Citrigar has been reasonable before. And yeah. he's like, he like, he's like, remember, remember Wessex? <laughs> remember when we four? stopped the battle? We stopped the <laughs> like battle a... with the shield wall call. Um, yeah. So I love that. So and he he's goes to charge in. Yeah. And they're also looking for Ethelstan and Citrigear. So like, they're just like, and Ethelhelm and Ethelhelm. So they're just slaughtering Ooh. dudes and they're like, Ooh, yelling, Citrigear, Ethelstan, and Ethelhelm. <laughs> Ethelhelm. <laughs> Ethelhelm's like, yeah, <laughs> me. No, but what Ethelhelm is actually doing, and this was like, this is interesting. He comes out of the tent and sees what's going on. <laughs> He's like, protect me. 
at all costs. <laughs> I love, I love that moment. He was like, protect me. Forget about all you. <laughs> like he, he doesn't say like, hey, let's, let's try and get a plan to win this. He's just like, protect me. Get me out of here. <laughs> and Brezel does. And Brezel calls shield wall. Brezel has a shield wall call. Which was points the to Brezel. first one of the season, I think. And sure, yeah, you know, which we're not super happy that that's the first one of the season. Yeah, and it's six episodes in Last and Kingdom. Six episodes in. That's your first one. You you waited to call, but I think season four waited on ten episodes before they that's had true. any call. That's true. So that's true. Better than season four, but you could do better. <laughs> hint, hint. Movie, movie. Shield wall. <laughs> Three tier level shield wall. Yes, please. Four, five. Why not? There's Standing ladders on each other's shoulders. There's ladders now. Come on. Technology is advancing. Horses. Stack them. Stack dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but shield wall call and they're just going around. The battle's going crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's some really good beats in this. Um, there's amazing beats. We get to see, again, battle choreography this season is is on another level, I would say. It, and it's always been good. Let me just oh, say that. Good. But I would say, like, even like the quick battles before, like a battle like this, there wasn't, it would be cool when there'd be slashing and, and mm-hmm. things happening. But there's a lot of like memorable moves, like when yeah. uh, Citric, like, he does all this judo now. Like, yeah. he's just like, he tosses guys. And I love it too. Like, he just like <laughs> judos like two guys in a row, yeah. he kills them. And like, he gets up and he's like, Ethelstan, where just are like, you? <laughs> just so like aggressive, and I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Like Ethelstan isn't coming to you, but like, yeah. By Arnest the way, like... we talk about this too. Arnis Fedrovicius, who plays Citric, he's looking like jacked. He's this looking yoked. Yeah, like he's always been lean, but and like this season, and he's been cut. I would say, yeah, he's always been yeah cut, but like this now he's like, like he, his arms are like huge and cut. he bulked up. Yeah, he bulked up. And you know what else happens in this in this what? fighting sequence oh, that we yes. talked to Mark Rowley about? We were like, you know, what do you want from Finnan in the next season? And he's like, I'd I'd like to fight with a spear in the show because that's like historically accurate. They fought with spears all the time. Mm-hmm. And you see him in his beats, he's got a spear, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was happy to see that. I know. I if there was any <clears throat> if I had any complaint with the spear it's just i wish i wish they would have done it with a shield wall like yeah like from the books and and from earlier in the show they didn't have spears they just did the shields and swords but Mm -hmm. if they would have done like the shield wall like they did earlier seasons and then use the spears spears like they do in the books and and i think i think about like the battle of the bastards think of how menacing Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. with the shields and the spears like it can be done to look cool. Like I know, like they're afraid of like the shield walls, like being boring for people. But it can be done to be cool. So, yeah. so keep that in mind. Movie, movie. The movie's done filming, dude. We can't do anything. <laughs> they can do edits. They, they can, can go reshoots. back. Re- reshoot. Reshoot it, baby. If uh, if you <laughs> forgot important parts, you need to reshoot this. <laughs> but yeah, yes, but... he gets this. We we talked to Mark, and it was it was great to see him do it. I was like, I good know. for you. Good for you. I was like, nice. That's all. I'm happy that he got that. And um, and if we talk to him again, I will have to ask if he kind of asked them if he could. You know, that might happen. Um, I don't know. But and I love how Uhtred comes in here. And Uhtred said, you know, we need to look for Sig Trigger, Ethelhelm, and Ethelstan. But his first priority is Ethelstan. He's like a father figure to him. He looks at him like a son, like we talked yeah. about earlier. I would say one thing too. Again. I, I feel like they they just reused um, Uhtred spinning and yelling Ethelstan. I'm pretty sure they just reused the same move over and over again, just from different angles. Like you think like, so? Oh, there. I yeah. mean, there's there's because there's one sweet move where Uhtred like like I think he like spins down low and he like yeah. hamstrings and like he like mm-hmm. hamstrings one guy and then he quadriceps another guy and yeah. like then he comes up and kills them both with another spin. And I was like, that yeah. was an amazing move. And then like later in the battle, you see it again from a wide shot. And I was like, yeah. oh. And then then I definitely saw, I don't know if it was the same move, but I kept seeing 
Uhtred spinning and then yelling Ethelstan. And like, even if it wasn't the same move, I was like, this feels the same over. Oh, okay. But hey, like, if it works, it works, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the record, too, that happens a lot of times in movies and shows with yeah. big battles because like just because they, they captured something on camera and then they can show it from different angles and they don't have to right. do it. They don't have to take a million takes to move a hundred men fighting each other over and over right, again. Right. Right. So, but that's just one thing I was, that was the only like okay. negative enough. thing about the battle, you know? And I, I know enough. I mentioned the shield wall, but for in, in as far as like the only thing I'd noticed while I was watching it was I was like, Uhtred's doing a lot of like spins and I'm pretty sure it's the same one over. And over okay. That's fair enough. I didn't, I didn't notice, but I'm going to look for it next time. Yes. Um, but there's a sweet beats, like, another cool sequence. So Sig trigger, he, first of all, when the bell's ringing and the sun comes up, he's just ready. Okay. Stealth is over. He like screams. And he's like, Rongvald has an awesome scream. And then there's a scene where the two brothers, Rongvold and Sig Trigger, are like fighting together and they're kind of jumping around each other. Like the, they'll go to get this one, then they'll turn and get the one behind his brother. And I was like, this is like a little Avengers style to me. Mm. I don't know if you thought that. I was mm. like, like, this like feels like a little like they're fighting together and like they got each other's back. I was like, yeah, cool. like, or like, or like how I'd imagine like Anakin and Obi Wan in their prime, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, they're. It was it was a great bro moment for sure. That was a great totally. bro moment. Literally two brothers here. Yeah. Um, and that was that was an amazing scene. And, and again, Citra Gear has so many amazing yeah. moments in this battle. Yeah. Like you said, when he comes out and he smacks the shield with his sword when it's time to just go. And and every like every kill he has and that moment there. Um, and then later on, when Edward does come down, he, he joins the battle. He's like with me. And he's like getting oh, all of his men. This freaking moment, dude. That was amazing. If they would have just called Shield Wall, I would have, I think I would have, I think I would have had an orgasm. I think I honestly would have. <laughs> I honestly think I would have. Let's let's break this moment down a second because, well, first, let's back it up a second real quick. So I want to touch on when Edward arrives. He sees what's going on and he's, Eldhelm's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, let's give Uhtred more time. And I love this. I was like, Yes, but then after a little bit, Aldhelm says, "Lord, look at look at how this looks. Your people are being attacked, and if we don't act, like that's that's not good." Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Okay, you're right. We got to attack. Kind of sucks because I didn't want to fight Sig Trigger, but they have an awesome charge down the hill, and we sort of see them entering the tents and stuff. But then they haven't reached Sig Trigger yet, and like you said, they start gearing up because they know Edward's coming." and they line up yeah, and there's that this, the smoke the smoke so it's yeah. like very hazy and yeah the slow-mo there's a slow-mo shot of the like the horses of of the men riding in uh and just coming in and just wrecking and Ugh. um i would say though you know i when we watched when we talked about the battle of Tetten hall i was like why would they why would they ride their horses up get off and then go fight but historically that was actually what would, would happen because back then one the shield wall was the big way that people mm-hmm. fought two you you actually found this out recently stirrups weren't invented until like what like the right. the well invented they may have been invented a long time ago but they weren't in england apparently until late 10th century they weren't in use they weren't until... in use in england so that's um so and that's, that's what kind of drove the knight. That's why knights became so formidable on horseback. Yeah. Because it was um, harder to stay on horseback if you right. don't have stirrups. So, like, if you're fighting, it was so much easier for you to fall off and yeah. stuff like that, right? Right. Which is a really interesting piece of history. Yeah. And it's obviously not something that you could really do on a show because so many of the actors need to be able to ride the horse. You know, it's just not really doable to not have stirrups in a show. Yeah. I so I, I take back that little gripe I had at the Battle of Tetten Hall. I want to I want to make sure I, it. This is an official now, retraction. This is official official retraction here. This was going to have to be approved by you know the um, the council. You of know, course, the, the committee, council. the committee, and um, oh, the board of the Screen Chronicles. So I hope. Oh my God, they I know. Bust our balls every. I know. Day. Any decision that you guys didn't like in our last Arslings Award was not. It wasn't us. It was the committee. We we're just announcing the names. We we're just we we're just hosts. 
we're just the hosts as a committee uh <laughs> so but that was one thing because you told me that i was thinking that while i was watching this i was like i was like well that's an awesome scene but actually they should be on the but anyway though it yeah. was an amazing scene amazing i feel like i keep complaining but it, i love i gave it a 10 out of 10 let me back you gave it a 10 out of 10 i gave it a yeah, 10 out of 10. it's just discussion it's fine i love and, that scene though oh my god and they do end up getting driven back some though um by by edward's men then now now they're yeah. they were clearly winning the battle now now they're be just yeah. being overwhelmed edward yeah. edward's the king of two kingdoms now he's got mercians yeah. He's got Wessex. He's just coming down. He's a boss. By the way, real quick, back to that. When the horses kind of come around the corner of those tents, what made that scene amazing, props to the director, the stillness. The stillness before, because like they show the sh- scene and there's no horses, there's no horses, there's no horses. And then the slow-mo of them coming on and then it's just madness. And they just, just plow through Sig Trigger's men. Um, well, they're like, they're like kind of pushing them off back still with like shields and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But the horses plow through the horses is like, like the men are like trying to hold them back with like shields and stuff. Like it was, that was just sweet. Um, I would have loved to have been there to see that. And then there's, there's a sweet again, why like I've got to give Sitchiger MVP here um, is because like he like spears a horse and takes it Mm. down and kills the guy. Like, just so cool so many cool things happen in this battle i know i know and also there's a moment that edward saves aldhelm real quick mm-hmm. and, and there's been between them yeah because of what um edward took over mercia and aldhelm didn't like that but then aldhelm has been kind of slowly he's kind of been his right hand man right since yeah. since then and this i think like seals the deal between them because mm-hmm. Aldhelm just nods at him. So that was a cool bro moment. But when the horses ride in too, they they also cut off uh, Finnan from mm-hmm. charging after Ethelhelm when he's surrounded. But he's um, like, ah, yes. fight me. Fight me, Ethelhelm. Amazing. And then Citric um, holds him back. And he's like, there's just too many. Don't do it. Yeah. And the horses cut them off. And then that's when Ethelhelm then escapes. So, Which is so now it's disappointing because like, like, as we were saying, there's so many like satisfying moments at the beginning of this episode. It's like, right now we know Ethelhelm's the bad guy. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Now we know we're calling off the, the, the conflict between Citra, Citra and Edward. And it's like, shit. And he gets away. Yeah. Ultimately, after Edward wins, they, they win the battle. And they corner Citra Gear. Um, Utra does yes. talk everyone down, like, hey, let's stop fighting. You know, he, he pulls in episode 10, yeah. season four again. And it was just such a, another, just a great moment yeah. when like Citra Gear just like lets out this like scream and just like takes the knee, just like frustration, you like, know? Yeah. And he's taken a lot of guilt for this because this was his decision and he now, now it looks like a bad decision, even though they were going to win before Edward showed up. <sighs> he had no way of knowing Edward was coming. Uh, also, real quick, before we leave the battle, just one more beat I want to talk about is Ethelstan had another amazing sequence. They followed Harry Gilby for a while, and he was just like, he's still pretty like raw when he fights. He's not as like, per- he doesn't have the precision that like Finnan and Citric and Uhtred have, mm. but he, he's, they like follow him like through the tents. And I just love that part. That was a, it was a great moment. It was like a little slow-mo thing too. But then they pull him out too. They finally get him out. Yeah. And, and Uhtred's like, and Uhtred saves him. So he actually loses to the one Dane and the Dane's like going to kill him. And Uhtred comes in and saves him real quick. Mm. And then Uhtred gets Citric to take him out. Um, and later when they lose, Ethelstan holds Steora back from running in when all the Danes are getting captured. And so now it's in that tough spot that we said earlier when uh, Edward and Outham are in their tent. They've got all the Danes tied up. They're like, well, what are we going to do? And, and Uhtred's like, like, Ethelhelm instigated this, you know, like he was, mm-hmm. he was going after Ethelhelm for killing his people and for, for feeling like he's been betrayed back when um, uh, Efferwich was taken. Like, like, come on, like, this all makes sense. And, Right. And like they both acknowledge it, but they're like they he came in here and killed our people. Like, yeah, like for sure, Ethelhelm's a dick. Like, we want to mm-hmm. get Ethelhelm, but like he just 
killed like so many of our people yeah like, we can't just be like alrighty, <laughs> you yeah. know so <clears throat> that's when they come up with like we said he comes and he comes out very alfred like he's got the hands yeah. crossed and i just i love the lighting at this moment too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and that's when he says like if you guys received the glorious gift of baptism Wallen just like looks like, like what the hell are you talking about even utra's like whoa that's way too much to ask like yeah they're gods like you strip them of who they are if you strip them of their gods that's what that's what citra gear says too he's like dane's not a dane without his gods right he's like nope he, he refuses and he, wrongvald though is like we have to he gets down on his knees he's a he's a weasel he's yeah, a weasel he's still a weasel shit he's still a weasel same thing that happened in the battle effort which when he notices the tide has changed he switches inside. I mean, Heston would do things like that to keep himself alive for a long time. Heston. I don't know if Heston would do. Heston would do a lot to keep himself alive. That's all I know. I don't know if he'd switch sides. He'd definitely I don't know run if he'd away. Switch sides, though. He'd run away. He'd run away. You know. But yeah, so I think he would have left the battle before it got too out of hand. Right. Like he did it beyond for that in season two. Yeah. Edward says, "So be it," when he refuses. And they go back and Uhtred bargains for Steora's life too. He's like, first, like first thing I want is Steora. Like she didn't kill anybody, you know, and they agree. Um, but Sig Trigger, they come out and Uhtred tells the news of the decision to Steora. First, he's like, you're not going to die. But Sig Trigger sentenced to death. And I like how Steora says to him, do not despair. Our kin still have so many songs to sing about, about us at one point. And, I, and that to me, is just like, that's what matters to them is their reputation. Like, as long as they have like a reputation when they die, like that's so important to them. But then what happens sucks. Mm -hmm. um, it's again, it's a, an amazing, it's an amazing scene though. I mean, yeah. I keep talking about the, the atmosphere and like the color palette of like, like the palette. Yeah. The palette, man, I'm telling you, it looked great. Like it was just, it was so visually pleasing when I was watching it. Was, it. I don't know how else to say it, especially too with like Uhtred's sword, like in that lighting is perfect. Mm. You know, like mm. the way it like servant breath, you sexy bitch, you know, oh my God. <laughs> and you know, like with the ember hilts and like just the sword, like it, it's just perfect. Look at, perfect. look at it behind you. Look at her, look at her back there. Look at a gleam. Look at a gleam. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so so Trigger's like, you have to do it, Uhtred. And Uhtred's like, no, don't make me do that. And that's when he says that point, like, you know, if you didn't come, you know, we probably would have won. If you didn't bring Edward, we would have won. And yeah, that was kind of a, but he also kinda... says, but he also, yeah, he's, that was like the only little bit of like um, disdain he said. But the, the other thing he said to him was like, I want to die an honorable death killed by a great warrior. And that was very important by the, the Danes back then was mm -hmm. um, for reputation. If you're going to die, you want someone who has reputation to kill you, right? Mm -hmm. So Citragear getting killed by Uhtred, who has like won every battle since season one, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, like that's the guy you want. Yeah. Um, but, but besides uh, Bember, um, yeah. obviously. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Didn't and... That one. But, but generally undefeated, um, yeah. you know, what, but like, 1201 <laughs> yeah so what six trigger says and he says it in the same calm cool collective way he has always been which i thought was pretty awesome he says they may butcher our bodies but our souls are odin's own and i was like god that's a sick sick line and utrid looks at citric and citric brings sig trigger his sword and I am just, this is classic Last Kingdom. Like, I said this in our, what we wanted from this season, and they must have listened to me <laughs> because that's what we said. It's, that's one thing that we didn't hear them talk about or say or anything last season was dying with weapon in hand to get to Valhalla. And here we go. They're bringing out, I assume it's, I think it's Citric Gear Sword, or is it just Citric Sword? I don't know. 
but they're bringing out a sweet sword either way. I'm assuming it's Sig Trigger's sword. I, we could probably go back and look uh, more close. If you know, feel free to comment. Yes. Um, but we'll go back and look now that we're asking ourselves. But yeah, I think it's his because I probably would have taken it as a prisoner since he's a prisoner, you know? Yeah. And just um, the way he, he gives him the sword and he just grips it and just there's emotion in his face, but at the mm-hmm, same time, he's mm-hmm. just so calm and he's just like, I don't know, Zen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a Zen Dane. And I'm thinking the whole time Uhtred's holding the sword. I'm like, there's no way he can do this. Like, what? He's got to find a way. He's got to find a way out of this. Nah, he kills a man. Kills him. He kills his daughter's husband. He kills. Oh, this is going to be this next family dinner is going to be rough. Like, <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been we've all been there. Look, look at over it. But Steora, Steora also told before this happened, he's Steora was like, I'll take back Effowitch because Sig Trigger's like, I failed. I've let all my people down. Like they're just taking what everything we built. And she's like, I'll take back Effowitch. I just love too that he like the whole scene, it was just so like mm-hmm. perfect. You know, like he yeah. like he holds the sword, puts it to his chest, like right where his yep. heart is, and yep, it's just the sun and just the emotion off of both of them. Like it was just, it was so good. And, it was and such you can, an amazing moment. You can tell Edward isn't happy about it, but he's, but he's like, I've got to keep up this image. Like I'm king, and like I made this decision. I'm sticking to it. By the way, this is the third consecutive episode that they've just killed off a main character, yeah. like a, a character everyone loved. They get Ethel Flood in four, Osworth in five, Sitchiger in six. Yeah, and Man. Young Uhtred's balls in one. Oh, and, the uh, ball. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Vivica died. Not she was a main character. Vivica died in three. Yeah, and... I was kind of happy about that. <laughs> no, I, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Six triggers hair in two. Anyway, so we lose another main character, but beautifully shot. We we're sad that he's gone. Really didn't want Six Trigger to die. I was kind of yeah. hoping he'd be in the movie too. And he's so and badass. That's that's one thing too. When I first watched it. Um, a little spoiler from the books, people. So if you if you don't want to hear this quick spoiler, just jump like 10 seconds or maybe 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Go for it. <laughs> Citra Gear stays well, 20 alive. seconds now. 20 seconds now. 30 seconds. <laughs> Citra Gear is alive in the last book and Steora is dead in the last book. Um, so it was a little switcheroo that the show did on us here. And I wonder why. But mm-hmm. it was I mean, it was a cool moment, but I, I just I want to know the rationale behind that. Um, yeah. If if it's like what you said, I don't know. That's one thing I was feeling while I was watching this season the first time that I was kind of wasn't frustrated, but I was kind of I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it when I first watched it is like how we just mentioned there's these three episodes in a row where like yeah. main characters are dying. And I'm just like, are they like trying to like give us like this? grave sense of finality this whole season like they're just like cleaning house yeah yeah i'm not sure exactly why um that happened but it was it was a great scene again i i loved this episode i loved that i loved kind of what it did um for it i i wish we would have kept citric gear but yeah yeah great Uh, yeah so that's basically the whole battle part in a nutshell shell we should talk about a couple of the other things oh by the way one more thing about the battle we'll wrap that up completely as they're leaving um ethelstan like has a comment about you know we should not have left from kova maybe osforth would still be alive and it's like osforth and ethelstan were bros because they're both bastards Mm. Uh, so that was one moment and then utrud is basically like look you need to become a leader now people are looking at you as a leader so it's time for you because I think Ethelstan says, I want to go back to my old life. Mm. And Uchra's like, no, you got to, you know, things are changing. And then Uchra's another like, when a new season starts, man, like yeah. the fun times end. Another awesome moment is when Aldhelm and Edward are going and everybody's it seems bad. But Aldhelm says there there is hope in all this despair. F which is yours, Lord King. The dream of England has never been closer. Ooh. Yep. Edward's liking that. Edward's liking that. Um, and the other big thing that happens, there's a bunch of sequences with Aylesworth and Aylthwin in the town of Buxton. They are hiding there and Aylesworth is kind of getting like nasty with her. 
like classic Aylesworth. Yeah. Um, she, she was contemplating putting her in a convent as she likes to do <laughs> yeah, as she likes to do because they found out from a guy named Redwald that Rumkova had been attacked. So they're like, oh, we need to move because this is unsafe. And then Edith shows up later and is like, you guys, they're coming after you now. Like, we got to we got to go. And Elfwyn has already escaped while Ellsworth was out in a way. And the episode ends with like her riding off on her own. Um, like we said, Ethel Helm escaped and he's telling Brezel, you know, we're going to need to capture them so we can we can use them going forward. And he's like, I'm still going to go to Constantine. Yeah. And he's still I'm, expecting a gift. Yeah. And I'm going to work on a plan for us to still have my grandson sit on the throne. He doesn't have many more options. His army's gone now. <laughs> so he's really like he's like losing everything yeah but yeah so that's his plan and i want to talk about that last but one other thing we need to talk about before we talk about where he goes to scotland is that brita and pure league have a lot of sequences in this and like oh yeah there's a part where pure league sleeping and brito is like on him with a knife but she doesn't kill him and he's like why <laughs> would you just kill me um and there's these these warriors and she makes purely go talk to the warriors and they basically tell him about Rumkova. And that that Edward's troops are moving, Citrus yes. troops are moving. So he knows there's a conflict going on yeah. between the two of them. He doesn't know what's going to happen, where they're going. I think yeah. he says they know they're riding north. And eventually okay. later on, when they when the two of them come across one of Citrus men who had fleed the battle. Yeah. He was fled wounded. the battle. He was wounded. They find his uh body. And the man's dying and he's like, oh, like the conflict, it killed me. And, <laughs> and Rita's like, was Uhtred there? Mm. And he's like, yeah, he was fighting with the Saxons, killing the Danes. And Brita's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, Because I, <laughs> I think Brita was seriously considering trying to reconcile with Uhtred, maybe. I don't mm, know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. But but if, if if there's any thought of that, if there's any thought of that, it's gone now. Yeah. And purely, and when the guy says that, purely is just like, God damn it! Like, because now now she's definitely gonna try to kill Uchid, <laughs> and she stabs purely in in the same place, by the way, that uh, Ethel Red stabbed uh, Eldhelm. Oh, the old, I the think old the gut. wound shot. I think old, it's a similar place. The old gut, but doesn't kill you. Spot. Yeah, exactly. Because I think when that first happened, we were both like, well, how did Eldhelm not die from that like stab wound? But oh, that, that reminds me too. Uh, speaking of the guys who fled the battle, we do get to see people fall through the ice. So that was still satisfying. Yes. Uh, yeah. Those are on their way out. I know. I, there's a guy thing about ice breaking. There's a lot of social media videos about it. Like this one's for the guys and they take a chunk of ice and throw it on the ground. <laughs> so that was super satisfying for us. Mm. <laughs> this one's for the guys. I haven't seen that. Oh, I'll send you some. Send of those. those to me. I will. So yeah, that, that is where we leave Brita and pure league and they're now separated. And there's, I think there's just one more thing to talk about in this yes. episode. And I texted Steve about a certain character at the end of the season. And I said, I think you're going to like him. And we get to meet him this episode. And that would be King Constantine in Scotland. And he comes out with his right, his nephew. Um, we later find out. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about the Northumbrian Lords being there. This is like the, like the table of like, evil villains for like the justice league or something it feels like to me the northumbrians mm. yeah. it's what it feels like but in, in all honesty it's just they're worried about edward coming up so they're like yeah. all like well we should rightfully um, so because yeah, edward is probably team up taking all the kingdoms he's, yeah. he's he has all the king he has he has east anglia yeah. he has mercia he has wessex northumbria is the only one left yeah i think his nephew says something about like should we just kill him or something and he's just like uh no we should probably hear what they say we're gonna need them right now mm -hmm. and he like he's like authoritative right away 
And this scene is good for two reasons, because it introduces him and it reintroduces a character that we've been waiting to see this season. Someone we met briefly, but had a big role when we did see him in season four. And I really liked him in season four. I was like, I want more of his character. Me too. He basically goes around the table of Northumbrian lords after like saying like, we need to kind of at this time team up to defend our lands. And he, they're all going around saying, oh, I will, I will. And he looks at the guy to his right and he's like, who are you? And guess who it is, everybody? Whitgar. 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 Bebenbar. And that's when it ends. That's when it ends. And that it's like, great, okay, now we're getting into the Bebenbar stuff. That was a perfect... Now we're starting to get into Bebenbar. So I was waiting Bevenber. for him to show up. So that got me really excited. But Constantine... This is a great introduction. Uh, Rod Hallett, who plays him. We yeah. should talk with him. We should talk with him. And maybe by the time this episode comes out, we will have already talked to him. So maybe. we talked to him. And you should check that out on our channel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was a great guest, by the way. I love maybe. his talk. So if, if you have haven't him. seen it. Uh, yeah, if we've had him yet. But if you haven't we seen have. it, we have. Um, check it out he's he's awesome and um we'll talk more about him in the later episodes so i oh, think wait. that's everything best bro moment from the episode we Ooh. mentioned a few this one Ooh. um mm, i am gonna pick there's a lot of good ones that i think are like level playing field i don't know if one stands out more than the others does it for you is there one for you i would say like if we're talking like big mm -hmm noticeable ones i would say i think the whole sick triggered sick trigger death has a lot of broness about it yeah there's a lot of broness when bring him the sword and they bring the, the sword over just asking utra to do it to be Uhtred a warrior does it i mean that's probably the standout one that's a standout that's true that's i true. would say the next one is probably citra gear and rumvald fighting together those are the two that came up yeah. in my mind so why don't you take one i'll take the other also, too, I, I want to mention, though, like <laughs> the the one like we mentioned with Osforth in the tent. With, yes. With uh, Edward. And then yeah. I just I love the bros riding out together. Yeah. Um, and then like talking to the horse, like each oh, we have bro men to kill. Like it was so classic, bro. Like so all of them together. <clears throat> so I want to I just make sure we highlight all those. I want to highlight all those bro moments. And we did. But right. I want to make sure it was done again. I'm going to have to pick because I just love the Dane culture and it, it was something I wanted and I, mm -hmm. and they just, they highlighted like perfectly. Like it was, it was intentionally done. They intentionally brought the mm -hmm. sword back to Citra gear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so yep. there's no mistake. We are killing him with the sword. So he goes Valhalla for you audience members who love that shit. Um, yeah. So when Uhtred kills Citra gear, I mean, it kind of, it sounds bad, but, he had to die and the he way, asked Uhtred to happened. do it yeah. and it was just it was a it was a great moment yeah um, i'm it was frustrating yeah. but it was a great moment yeah i'm gonna take then also another one honorable mention is when edward and aldhelm do the nod when yeah. edward saves and that's another one we got to mention the guy but nod. i'll pick i'll pick the brothers fighting together then i love that moment uh when they it just because it was so epic yeah it was amazing. and they're watching each other's back and you can tell like they've probably trained together as kids and it's a long like, take too like it is yeah. a long take like they don't do yeah. a lot of cuts so it's just like those the two of them had to be on point that the stunt um men who were coming in and getting killed by mm -hmm. them had to be on mm -hmm. point like it mm -hmm. it was so good oh another honorable mention edith taking the time out of her way to go and warn Ellsworth and elf one like she didn't have to do that yeah that's another yeah. bro moment nominee but yeah, I picked mine. And now what's your favorite moment from the episode? Favorite moment. I'm going to have to just say uh, all of all of Citrigear's moments in the battle um, mm -hmm. were my favorite moments. Um, when he kills the horse, when he when he gets the yeah. men to mm -hmm. hold off against Edward's men, when he mm -hmm. when he's with his brother fighting, when he first crosses the like every single moment like as I soon know. as he steps on the ice until he dies I is know. is 
MVP for me. That's favorite moment. If that's, I can, that's I mean, great. I wrap a lot up there, but if I had to pick just one, it. yeah, it'd be the battle with him killing the horse and just okay, wrecking stuff because because mine is is involves him is the moment when the horses are coming around the tent. To me, that was, and it, that goes more to the directors and the film crew uh, who made that moment possible. The editors, that was one of the most intense moments of the battle. And so that charge in in that moment was just absolutely incredible. And there's also just a sliver of a bro moment I want to mention when Pure League went to talk to those um, soldiers. The one soldier said to him, like, do you need assistance? Kind of wink, wink. Because he saw that Brita was back there, or he saw that there was somebody with him, mm. sort of like you know, if so, if you suspect someone needs help, uh, and Pure League said no at the time because he was doing his thing. He thought he could save Brita. Yeah, I think, he's but, trying to save her. Um, but I thought that was cool. I just want to mention that real quick. Pure League has done a lot of cool bro modes yeah. um, so far in the show. And another favorite moment nominee too is just Ethelstan's brawl too. It was so awesome biting the finger and so that's another one for me you have to pick yeah. one what's your what's your is it the because you then? picked all well you picked all the sick trigger stuff i'm gonna take ethelstan's fight okay then because because that one i picked before kind of encompasses the one you picked like it's yeah. in that but listen you guys have heard i like both of them uh <laughs> This is a tough one to pick. All these it's, moments. This is a really a tough episode to pick. Moments. Some episodes have like standout obvious ones. This yeah, one, this one's like, like, it's this one. I think our yeah. last two, we've both yeah. been like, yeah, we both had the same one. Yeah. This one was like, man, how do you pick? But that's a 10 out of 10 episode for you. That's why it's a 10 out of 10. So I hope you enjoyed this talk. What did you think of this episode? What did you rate it? Tell us your favorite moments, your favorite bro moments. We'd love to hear them. And yeah, please subscribe like comment it's like we always say Pulpstone <gasps> goodbye and destiny is it's all, all-